Welcome to Leading Through Crisis, a conversation series exploring the idea of leadership in challenging times. Hi, welcome to Leading Through Crisis. I'm Celine Williams, and I'm here today with Emily Allen. Emily is dedicated to helping women entrepreneurs and female business owners create a business that sets them free and gets back to the way running a business should be, flexible, scalable, and fun. She believes that time shouldn't be a luxury and that through clear processes, simplified systems, and rock-solid support in your business, you can have more time to focus on your zone of genius, family, friends, and play. Emily, thank you for joining me today. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to talk to you. So I'm, um, we're connected through, through social channels, like many of the people in the world right now. And so I'm going to ask you to tell me a little bit about what you do and why you were compelled and interested in talking about this concept, this theme of leading through crisis. Wonderful. Yes. So um, again, working with the female business owners, entrepreneurs who are you know, kind of spinning their wheels, feeling a little bit overwhelmed, maybe a lot overwhelmed, but all the things that are going on in their business as they're continuing to grow, right? It's one thing to build a business, but then to continue to grow it, um, kind of reach a plateau sometimes where it's like, I, I don't, I can't bring on more clients or maybe I can't bring on more team until I get a few things kind of figured out. So I love being able to work with them to evaluate where are you at today? You know, what are you struggling with? Where is it that you want to be? And helping them put a plan together so that they don't have to spin their wheels, so that they don't feel overwhelmed, and that we can start to understand where we can leverage more of their time so that they can get more, you know, get back to doing more of what they love and what they're really good at in their business. And so I felt really compelled and drawn to you um, to speak today because I think it's such an opportunity, especially with everything that's going on, is to really look at our businesses, look at how things are running and see where we can optimize and see where we can make changes and improve so that we can continue because this is going to end. We don't know when, but it's going to, we want to have ourselves be in a good position to then move forward. Even though we may not think so, we feel a little bit more in control. Um, We're more confident in, you know, who we are and where we're going. And we just have this roadmap to help people feel like there is you know, we can't have some control. And so I just want to be able to offer my support and guidance for women and in their businesses. So I think it's, it's really interesting, the idea of control right now, because I think most people are feeling more than ever, very out of control. Exactly. So So being able to, yeah, just kind of dive into, have you feeling like you are in more control on some things with your business? You're still making things, you're improving. Um, It may not look like exactly how it was before, but you're definitely setting yourself up for success going forward. So if you had to, if if someone was to come to you now with everything that's happening, um, where would you say they start looking or what, you know, what would be sort of a starting point to, to take, to, I guess I want to say feel more grounded or centered or in control in some way, because, you know, my experience has been the conversations I've been having is there's a lot of extreme lack of focus and control and it reaction to what's happening. And it's not, that's not surprising given the uncertainty in the world. Right. Mm -hmm. So if someone, you know, where could someone start or what could be a way to, to begin this process of, feeling more in control or feeling more focused or to what you're saying, setting yourself up for the future now. Yeah. And I think this looks different for, you know, 
every different person. I often like to start with just look at you first, right? Like, so we have to take care of ourselves, <clears throat> making sure that during this time that you are doing self-care, like whatever that looks like, I'm not going to, you know, go there, but I think there's, there's lots of different things and just making sure that you're feeling good that way. Um, and then starting to look at the business pieces of it. And it can be, you know, looking at your vision and your goals and what did you have planned? How are you going to adjust? Can you continue working on the things that you already outlined? And I think that can, can give some sense of control there as well. Um, it might be diving, like I said, diving into some of those things on the list that are lower on the priority. Maybe they're, you're looking to bring on team down the road and you want to evaluate processes, or you have a lot of things in your head that you're like, I just need to document that in some sort of process so that I can then delegate that on. It might be cleaning up your inbox. It might be, you know, for those of us working at home with kids around too, it's setting some boundaries around here's my office hours, right? Here's when I'm going to work and just structured flow is what I like to call it. That let's put some structure around some things so that we're doing work. We are making progress and taking steps forward, but we're also realizing that we're in this really uncertain time and things aren't going to be the way we once thought they were. So I know you work primarily with women and I'm going to ask this question. Are you seeing anything, any trends that are, that are sort of popping up right now with women or with this idea of leading in a time of crisis for women in particular, maybe you're noticing something with your clients or with sort of your communities around this. You know, surprisingly, I'm seeing a lot of people continuing to just move forward, that they are strong and that they are leaders. Now that's not to say they're not struggling with things as well, because we all are, but that they are pushing forward, which is awesome to see that. Yeah. Um, I agree. I, w I will say, and I don't know if you're seeing this, so I have seen um, more, I would say more with women than, for some more female entrepreneurs and male entrepreneurs, but it's by no means a hard bucket here. Yeah. But this resistance to to making offers or putting things out there or selling or marketing right now, or this like I'm going to continue doing the thing I was doing two months ago without stopping. There seems to like with women in particular, I'm seeing these two extremes. I would agree. There's the, I'm going to offer everything for free or I'm going to deeply discount it. I, you know, sympathize, empathize with you. And then yes, yeah, some that are like, Nope, I'm just going to keep on. Yes. I would Almost agree. blinders because, on to the situation. Right. Like even though it's going on, I'm still, I've got this great business. I'm going to keep moving forward. And I think, you know, <laughs> to each their own, but I think there's a good middle ground to have as well, right? Where it's like, you know, I understand what's going on, but I do still have a business to run myself. So I'm going to keep going, but also being aware of what's going on. And you might have, you know, might be talking to, I see people talking to the audiences a little bit different as well. So I guess I would ask, are you talking to, how are you speaking to your audience? So, you know, you have a, a Facebook group and you lead a community of women. So how are you leading differently or are you leading differently? I think I'm definitely showing up even more than I was before because people need to see that, you know, in a leader, somebody that is moving forward and how they're doing that. I think that then elevates 
other people as well. So I'm offering support, right? Whatever that looks like. It might be something personal. It might be business related, right? I'm here to support you, not necessarily looking for money or anything, but also moving forward with like, right, here's tips, here's tricks, kind of the normal things that I would put out as well, but also throwing in positive affirmations, right? To just keep us going because it's still, you know, for all of us, it is hard. You know, people are still out there wanting to invest in their business, but not making that 100% the focus. Right. So Going back still, a little bit on that. Yeah. So it's still an option, but it's not yeah. the drive. It's not necessarily the f- main driver because there are a lot of people impacted financially. There are. Yeah, yeah. definitely. So as you show up differently um, for your people, how are they responding from your, like from your lens, obviously I get you're not in their oh, shoes right. to be able to say a hundred percent this, but maybe you're getting feedback Maybe, you know, you're hearing things, maybe they're showing up more or less or, or, but have you seen anything in how they're responding to you showing up, you know, differently as a, you know, right now? I definitely could see it as a positive, um, you know, obviously the more, the positive things that were, that I put out there or the offers to help people are more likely, you know, to respond to that. Cause that feels that's comforting. That's warming, right. It's positive. Um, so I'm seeing that they they like that. And I'm just going to continue to offer information and more trainings and things like that. And I think it just builds that relationship as well, which is good anyway, which is what we should be <laughs> doing. Um, but I am still seeing, you know, even though they're warm to that, I still see some that are struggling, some that are, you know, a little more hesitant and some that are just continuing to move forward with their mm. businesses as well. You know, I think there's just, there's quite a spectrum of people. Are people asking for anything different or are they coming, you know, your clients, do they have different concerns right now? Do they have, are there trends in what you're in those concerns Are the people in your, you know, in your group, are they asking for something different right now? Um, is there any, you know, I'm really curious no. because. Yeah, they're not. Um, it's cause it's still around this. If anything, it's more evident, right? Like they knew maybe it was a problem, but they could kind of like push it to the side. I think it's more evident now that how important structure and systems and streamlining and, and planning, whether that's meal planning or, you know, just planning the next 90 days in your business, um, that that's, that's what's needed. I'm seeing they want structure and how do I handle with the kids home and what do I do? And so the same skill set applies. It just, sometimes it's looking more at the home or their personal life versus just business. Although I like to touch on, it's all (laughs) intertwined anyway, but um, yeah. So for me, it's essentially the same thing just looks a little bit different right now. I'm curious how you're doing things like, or how you're approaching the conversation around 90 day planning or even 30 day planning right now, because there are, we just don't know. We don't know when, you know, I'm in Toronto and, and we have been asked to, you know, socially distant and non-essential services are, are shut down. And, and, Mm. you know, we're, we're doing that to the most of us, I'm sure not all of us, but are, are aware of that and doing that to the best of our abilities. Um, And, you know, you see restaurants who are now offering, I mean, they're all offering only takeout or, or, um, or delivery. If they're even open, a lot of them are closed. Um, and you know, 
salons, whatever. It's, I had a hair appointment that had to be changed as an example. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> um, so and, yeah. And my hairstylist and she owns her salon and she was like, I, you know, I don't know when we'll be open email me in two weeks and like, we'll maybe we book something for a month from then and hope that we can be open. We don't know. So I say this because in a lot, and this is on online entrepreneurs are experiencing the same thing right. because a lot of people and not everyone, but there are people who have, you know, stable clients or stable income, but they, you know, their plans to grow in 30 days have been minimized or so their plans to, you know, I, I work with a lot of I work with a lot of speakers who have no speaking engagements now for the foreseeable future because they've all been canceled. So and people are saying you can do virtual summits, but then they don't get paid for that. And if you rely on speaking as your paid revenue, so all of this I'm give, like all of these sorts of pieces are to say, how are you approaching the idea of thirty or ninety day planning right now when it's like who knows where we'll be in three in thirty days. Right, right. So, yeah, I am approaching it in a what can we, looking at our options, right? Are there other things we or that they can do and talking through and just offering different things? Um, yeah, I had a client where she's like, yeah, all my stuff is being canceled, my, my in person. And I said, okay, well, let's really brainstorm what would be, you know, some great incentives for somebody to do it online and do it virtual, even though it's, yes, you, you tend to get better results, but what, you know, and just being able to talk that through and kind of have this partnership of like, we don't know, and we're, we're just going to, we're going to plan and we're going to, we're going to try it and be open to the idea of trying something differently. And like, yes, let's plan out 90 days, knowing that we still may have to have some adjustments and that let's just continue to, to monitor it and, and meet it and talk about, right. The issues or, what are the risks or what's that backup plan for that backup plan and just be willing to be really flexible with it because we don't, like you said, we don't know. Like everyone has become a risk strategist unintentionally. <laughs> right. right. This one's always going to be listed <laughs> going forward. Right. Yeah. A hundred percent. It's, um, it's, it's really, I think, I mean, I think that makes a lot of, it makes a lot of sense to me to say like, let's do the best we can with the information we have and then have a backup plan and then a backup plan to that backup plan. Um, and I think this is, you know, I talk a lot about in general, about the idea of intention, right? Like what is the intention of, I mean, whether you work with me or you're my friend, it's probably the most annoying thing I do is I'll be like, what was the, in I'll do it with Facebook posts. Like, what is the intention of that post? Like, are you just do, are you, you know, is that just to get attention or are you trying to give value or like, what is the intention behind all of the things that we are doing? Mm -hmm. And I think when you, when you set an intention for a plan, so it's like, here's my intention, but you're not attached to the outcome looking a certain way. Right. That, that is a really good skill to cultivate. I mean, I would say as a leader in general, right. so it doesn't have to take these eight steps to get there, but especially right now. It may take 10, it may take two, it may take 15 things that aren't on that plan, right? And I think it is, like you said, with that intention, and I'll even go back to what was the vision? What did you set out for this year to even look like, right? Are you writing a book? Are you launching a course? Like, are you, I don't want to say, are you truly impacted, right? But if and you're going to have to get clear with your numbers. You're going to have to get intimate. If you weren't intimate before, get intimate now to really understand how does this impact me 
Can I take money from savings? You know, if that's what I need to do, does that alleviate some stress or overwhelm of feeling like I have to come up with this new plan? So it's being able to like step back a little bit and just, again, kind of take this bird's eye view of your, your business and say, how much do I really need to push forward? How much can I kind of ride it a little bit and know that I have some cushion? Um, and just really evaluate that for yourself and your business. That's going to help. Uh, yes. And um, listen, I, I don't know. If you, uh, my experience has been that business owners, it's so interesting working, you know, having a background in corporate, working with corporate and then working with individual business owners, whether mm -hmm. they have a small team or they are, they are, unless they have an accountant, their willingness or the regularity with which they look at their numbers, actually look at their numbers. numbers. <laughs> is uh, not like, great. I have <laughs> yes, and I'll I'll touch on this with the people that I work with. You know, let's just let's start measuring something. Let's start somewhere so that we can see. Because what happens is we start to operate on this. Like, well, I feel like we're doing good, so let's hire this person or spend this money or invest in this thing. And you just don't want to put yourself in a position. You want to you want to know what's going on. I mean, maybe you don't have to know it down to the penny. Um, but just so that you can make good, sound decisions, especially now when something like this comes up. Can I make an investment in a coach, in a you know somebody that that can help me stay accountable during this time or have a conversation? Right, I just need to talk to somebody that can handle business and life, and we may generate some ideas together that's going to move me forward and make me feel comfortable. You know, if you don't know those numbers, then it's it's harder to make that, or you feel uneasy about it. It just puts, again, knowing those numbers, it puts you back in control a little bit or a lot, I should say. So, yeah, yeah it's, it's the, the, I love that we circled back to the, the idea of control because it's, <laughs> it's, it sounds like to me, you know, from what I, uh, so I am, um, I don't love the conversations that we have quite often around certainty in the sense that I don't think that we can be, there's, the future is entirely unknown. So our idea of certainty is false, in my opinion, a lot of times. But I love that we've circled back around to control because in control, there's a choice. Yeah. And you can you can make that choice and give yourself, if you need the, the concept of safety and certainty to feel good about where you're going, it really comes from that, that taking control and making those choices. And so I love that we've circled back around to that because it yeah. sounds to me like from what you're talking about inside of your business that that and what you do that that is kind of a foundational i'm not saying you have it written this way by the way but it sounds like from the yeah. outside that that it is a foundational piece of what you do with people yes i want them to feel in control right whether that's your calendar whether that's the pile of papers on your desk or how you're communicating with your team when we don't have that, then it is just chaotic. It's mess. Like, right. Look at what's going on in the world. Right. We don't know. We, we can't do these things. We we're just not in control, but we, in the, in our business, we can put some of these things, that structure, that foundation, you know, it doesn't have to be a system like a software, right. It can be a process. It could be a planner or whatever that is, but just knowing that this is how we do things. This is how I run my business. It's just, it, it just frees up so much more space for you to think about the big things, the vision, do the strategy. That's the fun stuff. That's where I want you to play and 
bring more greatness and more <laughs> success to the world. Um, and so that's, yes, exactly. That's what I love to be able to do. Give them this foundation that you have that and you can move forward, mm. slow down for a little bit to then move forward a little bit faster. So in your life, business, whatever it is, yeah. what are some of the, you know, what are some of your practices that you use to feel like you have control, especially, I mean, I'm guessing in general, <laughs> but also especially right now. Yes. So my calendar is my <laughs> safety, right? It's, it's guiding me where I go, right? But the time blocking, I have to, I make sure that I allocate the time, right? To look at my finances, to mm. look at, um, you know, limiting time on social media, making sure that there's time for content creation, all that kind of good stuff. But I'm also somebody who can sit here and work and work and work and that I have to make sure that I do take that time to step away from myself to think, right, I'm not gonna be able to generate any new ideas. And that's not helping clients either. If I'm so focused in, in work all the time, there's going to mm. be some fun in there as well. Um, you know, I don't have a large team right now. I just have a couple of people supporting, but I always make sure I'm writing stuff down, right. So that I can easily hand that, that off. Um, taking those ideas, planning them out. I mean, project manager is my background. So mm -hmm. there's lots of planning and organizing that goes on. And so that, <laughs> that is what gives me control. When yeah. I feel like I have things, you know, in order, and then I can, then I can move forward <laughs> from there. So even, even stepping away and I'll go, you know, clean something or organize something. That's just really from my personality type who I am. That's super helpful. And I would say that in general, um, you know, I'm also a person that I, I was a project manager. I was a terrible project manager though. I did not do it very long. I did much better at change management, which was people focused than project. I was like, this is, there's just a lot of organizing. So not my thing. Yeah. And I still note that my calendar is my like if it's not in my, I joke all the time, if it's not on my calendar, it's not real. If it, it has to be in my calendar, I have to, you know, I'm getting better at time blocking when I don't have calls or things. But I would say that I think it's, I think I know a lot of people who, especially entrepreneurs who don't have a lot of corporate experience or don't have, haven't worked in larger organizations who just don't use calendars effectively at all. Whereas I think if you come from a larger company or, or organization, you kind right. of, you default into having to, right? You do. Yes. I would agree. Um, yes. so, so I love that you said that because I think it's a really important, it's so, it's such a simple thing, but it's a really important thing. And I think right now, especially with people with kids at home, with like right. trying to manage all these things, Yes, building a system, whatever that looks like calendar wise to make your life easier and to make you feel like you're in control and to still give yourself yes. time and space to do what you need to do. Yes. Yes. You know, more than ever right now, I think that's a really great yeah. starting point. Yeah. And then giving yourself the grace that, you know, it might work for a week and then the following week it might not work. So you make adjustments or you just kind of roll then into the to the next week, right? And that's the impression I never want to get that it is so corporate, right? That we we have to be exactly, and there's no flexibility oh, yeah. because in this online space, there's so many creative, visionary people that we have to have 
some flow in there and right things come up and things things happen but we do have to it is so helpful to honor that time right whether it's project time or strategy time and i love being able to help people kind of think about what does that look like right it's like again stepping back and saying oh i i get to i am the the visionary i am the owner how do i want this to work you know i get to kind of dictate it not everything else around me dictating it because when you do that then you're going to get more freedom in a different way as well um how do you help people honor the time that they put aside so you said something you said you know you limit social media time for example yeah. right right so how do you how do you help people or do you have any suggestions for people well and especially now because i think a lot of people are on social media way more than they were before do you have any suggestions of how to limit social media but also honor time if i have two hours in my calendar for writing a book how do I actually honor that instead of ending up on my phone, scrolling social media or like, oh, I have all these emails. Let me do that instead. Right. How, what is the, do you have any tips for people? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I will, I always suggest having time on your calendar to check emails because it can be this like social media, you just kind of keep going, but it's understanding a little bit more too about how do you, you know, when you go into email, are you like, working and responding those, or are you like processing those? Cause there's, in my world, there's a difference, right? We can go through those and say, this one's an action item. So I'm going to put it on my to-do list or it goes into my project management software or whatever that looks like for you. And I know that I have dedicated time to then work on that later, but I'm just, you know, getting through the emails. Oh, that's an invite, you know, accept that this I sent to my assistant and just kind of processing versus like doing. So there's right. a little bit too of understanding how does that person work to mm. make sure that that calendar is set up correctly. But then the other piece is right. If you're blocking time for projects or you're blocking time, right. For writing that book. Well, what does that mean? Do you have, and I'll go back to my project management days. Do you have a project plan or do you have a list of like, what are the 10 things that need to be done over this month? And have you thought about what goes on this week and this week and this week so that when you land upon that two hour chunk, you're like, yeah, I'm working on chapters two and three and these are the topics or it's defined more because when it is too open, then it is like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do today. Maybe <laughs> I'm just going to check this here. And then you do find yourself somewhere that you <laughs> didn't want to. And then you're beating yourself up for, well, I didn't do the thing I was supposed to do. So it's great to have the time blocked, but we need to then make sure we know what we're working on during that time. So they really go together. Um, I mean, other tips and tricks. I know there's there's different apps and things out there, right? To block your time on social media that it just turns off or turn off your notifications so you see nothing. I'll mm -hmm. oftentimes just close my email so I don't hear the that ding, ding that gets us or, <laughs> right. Or I'll just turn the volume off and I'll have it open, you know, in case I have to reference something. Um, setting a timer, right? The Pomodoro technique mm -hmm. or method. I mean, that's a good one. Just again, if you have those tasks, you can then say, well, I'm going to work on this thing for 25 minutes. And I think people would be amazed that the less time you have, the more you're actually going to accomplish sometimes. Mm, I think that's so, a right. Yeah. Yeah. So those are some, some quick things to try, but it's definitely knowing what, it, you know, like backing it up though. What is it that I need to be working on? And is that the important thing? Does that support me and where I want to go? whether that's a goal for yourself personally or your business. I think that's a great, I think that's a, a great overview of some things that people can consider and, yeah. and, and do now, you know, specifically and in general, they're good tips. Don't get me wrong, but I think now they're more applicable than ever because people, 
a lot of people are, are, you know, on social media scrolling mindlessly and getting distracted much more easily because they are in situations they're not used to being in. Working from home, it's a whole different ballgame for people if they're not used to doing it. Right. The other thing I would say too, right, setting office hours, right? It might even just be, I'm going to work three hours, close the door, put a note on and just say, you know, don't interrupt, you know, if that's an option. Again, everybody's got different situations with partners and kids and all that. But um, another thing you can do too, I'll do with my clients is just bring down, like take everything that's in your head and just write it on a sheet of paper. doesn't matter what it is, small, big, large, I don't know, you know, business, personal, and then just start to evaluate. I love the like Franklin Covey or Dwight D. Eisenhower matrix method, right? Where we start to say, well, what's urgent, what's important, and then start to fill out, right? What do I really need to plan and work on? What just needs to be done right now, right? Do I need to file my taxes or do I need to file for unemployment or do I need to do, right? Do certain things. And then there are there things that you could just delegate or maybe they're just so old, you don't even do them anymore because right. they're just not relevant. So sometimes, again, whether it's post-it notes, writing it on your whiteboard, just getting it out is yeah. very helpful as well. So then again, you've got more space in your head to do other things. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's great. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to ask this question before we sort of wrap this okay. up. And that is, is there anything that you, you know, that you would like to leave the listeners slash viewers, depending how they consume this with? Yeah. Um, and the answer can be no, there's no, but if there's anything that you didn't get a chance to say, or that you sort of want to sum things up, this is the chance to do that. Yeah. I think it really just comes back to take that time to slow down for whether it's now or in the future to do the, I'm super passionate about planning and setting up that foundation in your business as you're continuing to grow so that you don't have to worry. Not that you're never going to have to worry, but again, that you've got this system for the way that you're running your business and you feel more in control with those things Mm -hmm. so that you can go do these big other things. And that I just want to stress the importance of that and how, again, planning and being organized does lead to success in your business. So more money, more freedom, more time, all that good stuff that lots of people talk about, but just really want to reiterate that. No, I appreciate that. Thank you. I'm going to, so Emily has a Facebook group called Women Entrepreneurs Scaling Up. I will, the link will be in the show notes. I'm not going to read it out because like Facebook groups, it's all numbers and crazy, but that's the name of the group. And I recommend everyone go check that out. And there'll be, um, there'll be links to a power planning power hour for people that Emily's offered for women as well. So that'll all be there. Thank you for joining me. I really appreciate you. Well, thank Um, you. Yeah. Great to be here. It's been my pleasure. Thanks for listening to us talk around leadership in challenging times. If you would like to learn more about us or any of our guests, you can find us online at www.leadingthroughcrisis.ca. If you like the show, please subscribe and leave us a review wherever you get your podcast from.